This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. Hi, everybody. Our latest focus is on the World Baseball Classic. Now, there are a number of Rays players participating, and we'll speak with them throughout the course of spring training. But there also are 10 members of the organization that are involved, including two we've already spoken with. Those are bench coach Rodney Linares, who's managing the Dominican Republic, and assistant field coordinator Blake Butera, who's co-managing Team Italy. So on this episode, we'll be chatting actually with each of the eight other individuals that are representing the Rays, helping out five different teams, the Dominican Republic, Australia, Israel, Nicaragua, and Italy. Every one of these individuals has unique stories and what this means to their families. And we'll start with Jonathan Ehrlichman. He is the Rays process and analytics coach, a native of Canada. He'll be helping his friend Rodney Linares working for the Dominican Republic team. Yeah, so I mean, Rodney asked me, uh, you know, towards the end of the season, if I'd be interested in, you know, helping the uh, Dominican Republic team, and I guess him and Nelly had talked about it and yeah, I, ta- I talked to them and, uh, decided, you know, this would be a good fit and, you know, I'm excited to, to do it. It's definitely an honor to have been asked and, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Tell me what it means to, to, to be a bench coach. I mean, and obviously you, you're familiar with, the, the challenges of that, but how different it's going to be under these circumstances. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what, what the title is exactly. I, I think it's going to be some like quality control or something like that, but you know, the main focus of, of it's going to be trying to uh, just use the various data sources available to, uh, you know, that they have and that, that are publicly available to, you know, help the team win each day, whether that's um, putting together guides to, and stuff to help Rodney with in-game decisions or, you know, working with the hitting coach on, you know, game prep for, for hitters against the opposing starter, things like that. On that end, tell me what, you know, the relationship that you and Rodney have built over the years. Obviously there's a comfort level and has to be too with Nelson, who was here a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. I mean, I worked closely with Rodney for four years now, and I think there's a comfort level on both sides. And I think, you know, he's obviously seen the, the stuff that I, uh, you know, contribute to the Rays in, in my role here. And, you know, I think Nelly being with us for the you know, a half season, he was also, you know, able to see what I do. And, you know, having that, you know, working relationship there, I'm sure helped a lot with with, with their comfort level and, you know, their interest in, you know, having me help them out. Obviously, for the Dominican Republic, there's a lot of pride in the country about, you know, what these games will mean. You've been in postseason games, but this is kind of a different animal. Yeah, I mean, I obviously I've never been a part of this before, but you know, I, I know it's uh, it's something that's you know really important to everyone that's involved, and you know, and, and to me too. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to you know doing everything I can to to help that group, and then, you know, hopefully help them you know win the championship here. When you grew up, obviously WBC didn't exist yet. So as you saw this evolution of this event, can you give a feel for what? this all means to you and, and the promotion and what it does for the game of the, the sport of baseball. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a big stage, and you know, these big international competitions, I think, are you know, from the players, obviously, you know, it's a it's a big deal, but also I think it's a it's it's a huge event from from a fan perspective as well. You know, I think, you know, I, I you know, growing up in in Toronto and you know, playing hockey and being a hockey fan when I was you know when I was younger, especially you know, six, seven, eight, you know, nine years old, like watching things like the you know the the World Cup and the more importantly, like the the Olympic Games, like where they had, you know, the, the NHL players, you know, the, the top level players were participating in that. And, you know, it was a really big event from a, from a fan perspective. And, you know, I think it's the same deal here, you know, especially I would imagine that, you know, children, you know, would be and teenagers, you know, it, it's, a, it's a good opportunity to get them interested in the game more. And, and since you brought up your background, is it weird for you to be competing for a team other than, you know, your your home country of Canada to, to do it for team Dominican Republic. Is that, how do you look at that? Not really. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess it's something I, I don't think haven't thought too much about, you know, when Rodney and, and Ellie asked me to do this, I, you know, I thought it was a really awesome opportunity and um, just really looking forward to, you know, doing everything I can to help uh, Dominican win. Is, is it nice to see so many members of the race organization as a whole, being involved too, Jonathan. I mean, there's 10 members of this organization that are helping off the field, and that doesn't include all the the players on the field that are going to be participating in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's really cool that there's so many people that get an opportunity to, you know, to be involved in, you know, in a tournament like this. And you know, I think everyone's probably looking forward to looking forward to it. And I would think too there's an appreciation from your standpoint and from all others participating about the organization allowing you to do it um, because they don't have to, um, but they understand the importance too. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely appreciate it. I'm, I'm sure everyone else does as well. And, you know, obviously I'm not going to be using proprietary raise information for helping out, but also, um, you know, I don't, you know, there's other information available that I'm, you know, I'll be able to help interpret and, you know, help them use. So, yeah. Does it, change the way like spring training i mean the hope is is that you're gone for a while i'm sure for rodney it is too but at the same time you're trying to get ready to try and go back to the postseason for uh you know another year how what how do you balance the challenges of kind of getting ready for the season with also trying to stay sharp and and you know help out this dominican republic team get to the championship of the wbc yeah i think some of it is you know, definitely spending more time in the off season in preparation, you know, for the season and things that I might not start getting to normally until spring training to, you know, try to get that done over the last couple months in order just to, you know, be, be in a better place just because we will have that slightly condensed schedule, you know, so between, you know, me not being there for, for that, you know, hopefully two weeks, uh, Rodney as well, you know, a number of our players are going to presumably be on a variety of different teams. And so, um, just trying to get ahead of things is probably the best, you know, best way to to do that. And what are you, Jonathan, most looking forward to about this event? What excites you most about being involved with WBC and and specifically with Rodney as well? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for all of it, but you know, getting to be around that you know that, that group of players and getting to be around you know the staff that it put together there, and also just you know being part of the you know being part of the games and the environment there, and you know, I think the the crowds are going to be pretty crazy and it's, you know, it's going to be a pretty intense environment that, you know, probably only really gets matched in playoff games. 
Congrats to Jonathan Ehrlichman, whose wife also gave birth to the couple's first child last month. Ehrlichman will be joined by Wilson Diaz, a major league physical therapist. Diaz will have a similar role with the Dominican Republic team. I got put in a really good place with uh, Ronnie being the manager and Ronnie being our third base coach here at the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, He got me in touch with Nelson Cruz's cousin and everything kind of just started lining up from there. Uh, and I got my the green light from Joe Bench, my head athletic trainer. And he was like, Hey, this is an opportunity that, you know, doesn't come often. So if you if you if they select you, you should do it. I was like, Yeah, I would love to. I mean, my mother raised me on her own and um I come from a really Spanish uh town back in New Jersey, Perth Amor, New Jersey. And to represent my mother's country and my heritage means a lot to me. So I know that area well. How much of your family is still in the Dominican, if any, at this point in time? And, and what, yeah. what has the family reaction been like? Yeah, my um, my family, a lot of them have migrated here to the States. And I have some family actually in Barcelona, which is pretty interesting. There's a lot of... Uh, um, migrants over there in Barcelona, not just my family, but I went over there back in 2017 and I got to see a different side of Barcelona and noticing that there's so many Dominicans in that country was pretty surprising to me. Um, for as far as for my family goes, everyone's super excited. I have a cousin that I've been in touch with who lives in Barcelona now, but he was born in Dominican and he's going to come to Miami uh, for the World Baseball Classic and just to show his support. Everyone's super excited. I, right now, at the moment, I probably have three cousins and two uncles left in the Dominican. Everyone else is, yeah, either here or Spain. And I would guess throughout the family, though, there's a certain level of pride to be involved with an event like this? Oh, yeah. This is huge. This is, I mean, for the Dominican Republic, the number one sport is baseball. So to be able to represent uh, the Dominican Republic in this way is huge. It's a privilege and an honor, to be honest. And I've been uh, in touch with Tony Medina. He's going to be the head athletic trainer for Team DR. Um, And I'm just trying my best to help him however I can help him. Generally, though, would your role be similar to what you would do on a day-by-day basis with the Rays during a season? Yeah, no, it'll be pretty similar. I'll be doing treatment um and getting the guys ready for the game and then you know post game ice and treatment as well and hopefully i i I don't know this just yet and how it's going to work but hopefully i'm able to cover in the dugout as well that'll be that'll be an amazing experience just to be in the dugout with the boys um but as as of right now i believe i'll be more behind the scenes and how many years has this been in, in baseball for you, Wilson? And if I would have told you when you got started in the sport that you get a chance to work at WBC, what would you have told me? I don't believe you. I'll be honest. And and quite frankly, I mean, my my dream in working in baseball started back in 2014, and it was one it was one of my goals. It's honest to God, one of my goals back in 2014 to work the World Baseball Classic. It happens every four to five years. And I put it on my list. I said, you know, I wanted to work in the major at the major league level, and I want to be one of the athletic trainers for the for the team Dominican Republic at the World Baseball Classic. And to be able to be living both right now um, is a dream come true.
to be honest. Obviously, growing up in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, um, you know, it's it's um, an area where baseball is um, a pretty big deal, too. Um, tell me how you got involved in the sport to begin with and why it's been so important in your life. Yeah. Uh, so being raised in a Dominican household, it was my very first sport. Baseball was. However, I'll be completely honest and transparent. I was not a good baseball player. So I didn't <laughs> I did not play the game really well. I started transitioning out of baseball into football and I didn't really grow my appreciation for the sport again until my first internship with Oakland Athletics in the Dominican Republic. And that's where I started gaining more appreciation for being uh, bilingual and also having that culture that represents me as well. As much as I am American, I am also my mother, my mother's culture, which is and my father's culture, which is Dominican. Um, so that's where really the dynamic of me wanting to work in baseball and me being wanting to be back in the sport. That's where it happened in the Dominican Republic with the Oakland A's back in 2014. And what got you into physical therapy to begin with in training? I, uh, I suffered an injury when I was 15 and I was going through some rehab at a PT clinic back home. And that's where I started to gain the, the, the love for physical therapy. It was a lot of fun. The rehab was a lot of fun. My physical therapist at the time was a great role model, still is a great role model. And I was able to work underneath him as an intern once I went through my rehab process. And I also was working with my head athletic trainer at the high school. So that's where I started figuring out like, okay, athletic training is a really good degree. I understand it's a bachelor's. I started doing my research and then I knew that uh, physical therapy degree was, was, you know, higher education. It was, I believe at the time, a master's program. So that's where the plan, the planning started around 15, 16 years old. And I'm just grateful to be where I'm at today and say that I can hold both credentials. And you touched on the fact that Joe Bench has been really supportive in this. What will it also mean to be around people that you do know, while there are some you're unfamiliar with or may know from watching them, but to, to obviously have worked with Rodney, to know Jonathan Ehrlichman, Jay Money, and, and also yeah. Nelson Cruz, I'm sure that has to help a little bit in terms of comfort level. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Just to know those guys and then to be able to meet Tony Medina, who will be the head athletic trainer for Team Dominican Republic. Uh, I met him in San Diego in winter meetings. He's like, that type of uh, comfort is going to help me a lot. But thank God I do really well under uncomfortable situations. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm able to think on my feet and work well under pressure. But without Joe Bench, this wouldn't be possible. To, hit, to get his green light was, you know, icing on the cake. I mean, I'm just happy I, I've done a good enough job in my current role with the Tampa Bay Rays that he said, Hey, you have this opportunity. I'm not going to be the one to get in your way. And he gave me his blessing and that was awesome. Grateful for that. Well, enjoy it. We appreciate some time and, and hopefully it's a, uh, a great experience for you and everyone else with the Rays involved. Thank you, Neil. Hopefully I get a lot of pictures and we get to talk again. Good luck to Wilson Diaz and those representing the Rays with the Dominican Republic. Tampa Bay also has employees traveling to Taiwan to help Team Italy. Thomas Culkin, Rays assistant clubhouse manager, will be running the clubhouse for Team Italy, and he credits assistant hitting coach Brady North with helping him get the opportunity. He came up to me one day during the season and told me that the general manager, 
um, John Marco, who is going to be for Team Italy, was going to be the drop. And he brought some uh, Italian youth players with them and wanted to see some of our Nike gear and sample it um, for his team in the WBC. And he knew I was searching for an opportunity. So he brought me out to meet John Marco. And uh, we started talking and we kind of hit it off. And uh, he found out that I was a part Italian and asked if I had any interest. And I told him, you know, I would, I would be honored. And um, we got each other's numbers. And but to be honest, that was that was probably back in August. And that was that was it. We didn't have much communication after that. And sometime around shortly after the season ended, around early November, he uh, he gave me a phone call and asked if I was still interested. And uh, I jumped on it. I told him, you know, that I would love to. And for me, uh, being part Italian, it's it's really cool. Um, and I'm using it as an opportunity to kind of explore my heritage a little bit more. Um, you know, uh, I'm Italian on my mother's side. Um, and so my grandmother is still alive. She's my um, only remaining grandparent on that side. But I've been talking to her a little bit and trying to learn a little bit more about, you know, the Italian side of my family. And uh, so this is really cool. This is really special for me. So tell us what it means to your mom's side of the family then that you're going to be participating in the WBC. Yeah, that was, um, I kind of kept it close to the vest because I didn't want to say anything until I knew for sure. Um, but once I found out, you know, I told my mom, I told my grandma, they were, they were thrilled, you know, to be able to represent team Italy, um, you know, get this experience. They, they were really happy and it's, uh, they, they were, they were just, you know, they knew how honored I was and uh, it's really exciting. Does it also mean something to not only be part of this, but Blake Butera is the co-manager of the group and he's in the organization? Absolutely. I mean, I think that for me, that was one of the most appealing parts. Um, truth be told, I didn't have um, much of a relationship with Blake before this. You know, obviously being in the organization, we've had a couple conversations, but nothing too in-depth. And in the winter meetings this year out in San Diego, we sat down a couple times, you know, and we kind of got to know each other a little bit better. And uh, it, it's awesome. It's awesome for him, um, that, you know, for his career and for the experience for him. And you know, for me going out to Taiwan and, and being a part of this, it's nice to know there's going to be some familiar faces around and, you know, kind of someone I can lean on a little bit. So how much traveling have you done outside of the United States? And what will that part of this be like for you? I haven't done a whole lot, to be honest. This will be something different. Um, I've gone to Mexico. Uh, I've gone to Jamaica. But besides that, that's about as far as I've gone. So, um, you know, being in Florida, those those aren't you know, too far away. So Taiwan's going to be different. It's going to be really different, but um, that's the most exciting part for me. You know, I mean, I, for a lot of the other teams who are going to be based in Miami the whole time or in Arizona, that's going to be a cool experience, but I'm glad I'm going to have the opportunity to travel abroad and experience something totally different for the first time. Does it also mean a great deal that the Rays are allowing you and so many others to participate? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's, with this being my first time going through the experience, I didn't know how all of that would work. So Tyler Wall, our clubhouse and equipment manager, you know, my boss, he was super supportive from the very beginning. Um, you know, he wanted me to explore any opportunity I could get, you know, and he made sure that that, that wouldn't be a concern. You know, there would be no hiccups when it came to that. So the Rays have been very, very supportive in that. Um, and actually another, Tampa Bay Ray is going to be coming with me to Taiwan. Pat Phelan, the clubhouse manager for AAA Durham, 
Um, so Team Italy told me that they would like me to bring somebody else. And, you know, Pat, Pat was my first choice. And so for them to be supportive of him, come, you know, coming as well, that is, uh, that means a lot to me. So you have, in essence, three people who will all know each other fairly well before embarking on this opportunity. Do you know when you leave and when you, when obviously when you come back depends on how well the team does. Yeah. So it looks like right now our goal is to be in Taiwan on March 1st team Italy or, or most of them are going to be in Arizona before that. And they're going to land in Taiwan on the third. So the idea is for me and Pat um, to get out to Taiwan on, a, on March 1st. So we're going to start going through the equipment that's going to be already be shipped straight to Taiwan and kind of get our you know feet on the ground and get set before the rest of the team shows up. Obviously, you've worked at the big league level for a while. Where will this kind of rank up in terms of career opportunities? This this will be up there. This is going to be, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I told you anything else. This is going to be really special for me, um, you know, being a part of the World Series team in 2020. You know, uh, being in the bubble, that was a very unique experience. That was very cool. And I've done, you know, I've done a lot of cool things and met a lot of cool people, but this opportunity is going to be really special for me and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Since Blake Butera's co-manager is Mike Piazza, is there a piece of you that's a little bit excited, geeked out, even though you're with famous athletes all the time? Yeah. I, again, I'd be lying if I told you anything else. Um I actually grew up in New York. I grew up in New York. So growing up, growing up in New York around the time where Jeter and Piazza ruled, you know, New York in the early 2000s, it's, it's, it's surprising to be in this position now and to kind of be able to work for Team Italy with Mike Piazza there. And um, I have some cousins who are Mets fans and, you know, they're really jealous and excited. And so that definitely adds some, some of the mystique to it for sure. Thomas Culkin will be assisted in Team Italy's clubhouse by Durham's clubhouse manager and longtime Rays employee, Pat Phelan. started telling me that, that he got this opportunity with Team Italy, and I was extremely excited for him. He's somebody that I've been close with for a long time, and I was just through the roof for him. I was so happy, and he was telling me all about it, and I'm like, man, isn't you know Piazza going to be the manager and Blake Butera is going to be there? Man, like, that's incredible, man. Like, good for you. He said, yeah, and like... I need to bring somebody with me. And at that moment, I just, you know, I kind of got emotional, you know. It was, uh, you know, it was kind of a, a big moment. And it didn't really, you know, dawn on me there for a second, like, what exactly he was asking. But, you know, he said that he needed somebody to come with. And if I was interested, if I, if I thought I would be able to do it. And I was uh, I was floored. I was floored that he, he would ask me to come. And, and yeah, that's how I, that's how I got the invite. And when was that? Um, it was actually a few weeks ago. Uh, we were just we were together. We were actually on a, a cruise, and it was the last night of the cruise. He took me aside and started telling me about it. And, yeah, that's how it came together. So where does this rank in terms of your baseball, or where will it rank in terms of your work in the game? Oh, I mean, it, it feels like an extraordinary honor to me. You know, it's, it's on up there. Um, you know, it's to be able to go and be a part of the WBC. Um, it's something I've wanted to get involved with for years and I, I didn't know how to, I didn't really uh, have a foot in the door. And, and so for it to actually come together and, and to get that opportunity, I mean, it's, it's on up there as some, one of the, one of the greatest honors I've had. So, you know, to be able to tell my family and tell my son was, was just awesome. What was their reaction like? Um, 
Uh, my son was extremely excited. My parents, you know, um, were, you know, kind of emotional. You know, it's been a, a long journey to get here. I started at 14 years old, you know, and, and there was a lot of, a lot of long nights, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, my parents picking me up at the stadium and all that stuff and to see it get to this point. And, you know, I know that they know how much it means to me. And it meant a lot to me to tell my family, you know, that, you know, all the the sacrifices they've made, you know, has led to this point, which is, you know, a big honor for me. Do you do it by surprise or how'd you tell them? Well, I, I waited until I knew for sure because it was like, okay, I had gotten invited, but I didn't know, you know, it wasn't guaranteed yet. And so I, I wanted to wait and... Um, you know, kind of slowly, one by one, you know, I told my mom, I told my dad, called my brothers, and, like, they were just super excited for me. You know, they knew how much it meant to me to be a part of it. You've been how many years now in the game, and how, how much traveling outside of the country have you done for the sport? I'm, I'm guessing not a ton. Uh, no, not a ton. Uh, I'm not good with math, but it's been since 2002, so a little over 20 seasons. Um and no, I can't think of a time I've been outside of the country for baseball. So I'm, I'm just extremely excited about it. You brought up Mike Piazza. So is 10-year-old Pat like as juiced up as possible? And, and can you kind of perspective, I guess, for your son too, since he's in that age range? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, especially for me and my brothers, I think we all get in this game the same way. You know, it's like we have such a passion for, for the game as fans and you want to find a way to – make a life and make a living doing this and yeah i grew up watching mike piazza i'm sure i had pictures of him on the wall i had pictures of my whole room was covered in pictures so i'm sure he was up there and uh you know baseball cards and and watching all those moments and stuff and you know i've been around the game a long long time so not a lot of those things really dawn on me sometimes but when you get the opportunity to be around a legend like that you know um it, it's uh yeah it's just pretty cool to add to the fact that you are going to be with thomas and you are going to be with ray's uh blake butera as well how much will that make the experience in your mind more enjoyable that you're going to be with some people you do know yeah i mean it kind of takes a lot of the the nervousness away from it you know i'm very close with blake blake's great um and thomas is one of my closest friends so to be able to go into that experience you know having those those kinds of relationships like um honestly I'm not nervous about it at all like I'm really excited about it uh specifically because I'm going to be there with with those two guys you know can you put in perspective what it means too that the Rays are allowing you to do this because you know that they don't have to allow all of you guys to to do this um yeah that means a lot to me uh and there's been you know you, you spent a long time trying just trying to do the right things and um when you see how excited other people are for you to get this opportunity and you can you know for me I've been able to see it on people's faces when they when I talk to them how excited they are for me to get that opportunity um it means everything to me you know when people are that excited for you you know you must be doing something the right way and that's all I've tried to do for 20 some odd years you know and and yeah, so it means it means a ton to me. With one organization too, so the fact that that organization is backing you and supporting you, I'm sure means a ton. Oh, I mean, it means everything to me. I mean, the people here are, are my family. 
you know that's how I've I've looked at it for a long time and uh, so many people have have you know made such an impact on my life and to see them excited for me um, yeah it, it means it means the world to me to be honest should be a memorable time for Pat Phelan with Team Italy for most of those race employees at the WBC it will be a unique experience Ruben Santiago this year's head trainer in Bowling Green is in a new spot this year he's also in his first year in the WBC the native of Puerto Rico will be part of the training staff for Team Nicaragua down in Miami. Very excited for that opportunity, you know, represent the Hispanic um, population and, you know, very grateful for this. How did you get that opportunity and when did you find out? Well, these, these, you know, I started to work my way into the WBC by trying to contact you know the right people and the people in charge of the medical aspect of it um, Dr. Green um, being one of them the PBAT um, society um, as well um, so through them I tried to you know work my way in um, so it wasn't until November that I got an email from Dr. Green saying you know are you still interested in working the WBC with Team Nicaragua and Without hesitation, you know, I said yes. Obviously, you know, I consulted with my coordinators, Joe Bench, Marty Brinker, and they fully supported me, and immediately I said yes. So who in your family is from Nicaragua? Um, I don't have anybody in my family that is from Nicaragua or, you know, any connection there, other than being Hispanic and our language, our native language, um, at the end of the day, it is baseball. And that's our main connection, I will say. And are you, where are you originally from? I am from Puerto Rico. That's where I come from. So to your family, what does it mean to be part of the WBC? Oh, wow. It, it is a great accomplishment, you know, for myself, my family. Um, they are very proud. It's going to be a huge, huge, you know, experience, opportunity. It is a huge tournament. And, you know, for them, for my parents to see um, where I have come, what I have, you know, become as well, it is great, great. When did you want to work in baseball? And when did you decide to be a trainer? That That's easy. I, I decided that... I wanted to be in baseball and become an athletic trainer since I was 16, 17 years old. Um, I knew right away um, that I still wanted to be in baseball. I, I used to play growing up. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't good enough, you know, um, but what, one way or the other, I knew that I was going to be in baseball. So I decided to focus on my ed education at that point. I did my, you know, my courses, my undergrad, my degrees, um, masters, all that. And right away, I got an opportunity by the Tampa Bay Rays, which I am, you know, very grateful um, to the organization and Joe Bench um, specifically. And here I am, you know, this is going to be my eighth year in the organization and working in professional baseball. And what got you to be, you said, you know, you, you, decided that you, you weren't going to be able to play, but why trainer? Because there are obviously a lot of opportunities in baseball in different areas. 
Right, right. Um, you know, playing the the sport growing up, you you get to feel you know some soreness here and there. You you get hurt occasionally. Um, I had you know the opportunity or not necessarily the opportunity, but I had to go through um, physical therapy and all that. So I got to know a little bit of that aspect of it, and I knew that that's always a necessity in me speaking both languages and all that. I knew it was going to be, you know, an opportunity. And and I loved it, you know. I love, you know, the med med medicine, um, the medical aspect, um, the prevention, strengthening, um, maintenance, rehabilitation aspect of everything. And that's a um, beautiful process to be part of, you know, help those guys um, be on the field. And whenever they cannot be on the field, help them, you know, to be back on the field after um, rehabilitation. Tell me um, what you know about the team from Nicaragua and do you know it yet where I, I haven't looked at the the pools where it is where's the Nicaragua in the pool right um hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Honestly, you know, it is a little bit that I know um, about the team, but, you know, I know this is going to be the, the first time that they are going to be part of the team. Um, so that's huge, you know, and be part of, you know, that team and that first experience. That's, that's amazing, you know. Um, I know they are going to be in Miami. They are going to they are going to be, you know, in a in a pool that has, you know, a lot of talent. There is a lot of competition, um, but you know, we are going to play baseball and we're going to, you know, go against anybody. And your family are they going to get to come see you? I don't know if I'd say perform, but work at the WBC. They will. They will for sure, you know, my wife um I am very grateful for for her support. Um, my wife is gonna be there for sure, and obviously my my parents, my sister, they're gonna try to come come here. And yeah, they everybody in my family love baseball, and more if I am you know part of you know the game at the moment. So so yeah, they will. Well, enjoy the experience, and we certainly appreciate a few minutes. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate for you know having me here, the opportunity, and you know I. I am very humble. As you heard, the involvement for Ruben Santiago means a great deal. For Will Bradley, it's a chance to be part of where it all started. Bradley was just promoted from Durham's hitting coach to minor league hitting coordinator, and he will help hitters for Team Australia, his home country in the WBC. Bradley represented Team Australia with the under-19 team back as a player, and now he'll be there as a coach in Tokyo for the World Baseball Classic. Well, first off, I'm genuinely honored. Uh, to be able to represent my country and be a part of it. Um, actually, it was um, right before I took the coordinator job, I got a call from Dave Nielsen, who's the manager um, with Team Australia, um, just was asking me, you know, kind of some things we've been doing with the Rays and said they had another hitting 
job open and, and asked me if I had interest. Um, obviously I was excited. I did have interest and, and it worked out that I got the job. And then a day later I ended up getting a coordinator job too. So it was, Hey, um, Hey Jeff, I appreciate it. I want to, you know, I want to take the job, but I'm going to miss a couple of weeks of spring training. Is that okay? It was kind of an awkward conversation, right? When you're moving into a different position that oversees a lot of the minor leagues and a lot of players I hadn't seen before in my life because I'd been at, at the AAA level and, and a lot of younger players. So, uh, bittersweet. So what does it mean that the Rays then are supporting you in that avenue too? Because you're starting something new, but at the same time, the Rays obviously know this is a great opportunity as well. I think you probably, like most people know that the Rays have just this wonderful culture and they were really excited for me to be able to do it, which was just made it really easy. When I told them, they were like, even if you weren't taking this new job or, or something, we would want you to do this. Um, so that was really cool. They didn't hesitate for a second. We want you to do this. We want you to experience this. This is this is going to be a great tournament. Um, so I think they were happy for me to be a part of it, excited for me to be a part of it. and And that's great. You've represented your country before as a player. How different will it be to do this as a coach? Um, you know, I was pretty young at the time. I was 17 years old. Um, and I do I still remember to this day, um, when I that we had our meetings at the end of camp, the the camp where they were starting to pick the team and cut people, and the coach pulls me in there and he said to me, Do you feel like you played well enough to make the team? And I said, Yeah. And he goes, good, me too. We'll see you on the plane. Uh, and I still remember that to this day, that that conversation. Um, I think it'll be different. Uh, I'll be I'll be pretty excited for the players. And um, but it's a it's definitely it's definitely a bigger stage um, where there are going to be some, you know, we're going to be in Japan. We're going to be in the Tokyo Dome and there's going to be some, you know, one of the best players to play the game coming home and playing in front of Japan for a long time. Uh, for, for the first time in a long time, I think it'll be definitely different than being a player and and it'll be different from the first time, but I don't think it'll be any less special. Uh, anytime I, you get to put green and gold on and, and be a part of that, I think is really cool. Is that the part of this that excites you most? And if not, what is? Yeah. But putting, putting the Jersey on excites me the most. Uh, representing my country excites me the, the most, you know, I left Australia for this game, um, but it doesn't mean I miss it. Don't miss it every day. My whole family still lives there, uh, minus my wife and my kids. Uh, we try to get back as much as possible. It's been pretty difficult with COVID, so I haven't been home in five years. Um, special part of this for me will be uh, the first base coach, Michael Collins, who's the catching coach for the Astros in the big leagues. We're childhood buddies. Mm. Um, so for us to do that together – uh, will be really cool also. Um, just as a lot of pieces that I'm excited about. I'm really just excited to represent Australia. Will your family be able to come to the games in, in Taiwan uh, to watch? Uh, we've been talking about them trying to get there. It's a, it's a much shorter flight for them than it is for me. Uh, so that they're trying to work it out uh, where they can make it. Uh, hopefully, um, you know, I haven't seen my mother and father in quite some time. So if they can make it, that would be great. If not, I'm sure they'll be dialing on TV like they are when they're watching the Durham Bulls or well, whatever it is that I'm doing. What is their level of pride and your family's level of pride that you're getting this opportunity? Because um, baseball obviously has grown in, in popularity over the years in Australia too. 
Yes, it has. I, I think my parents made a lot of sacrifices for me to be here. Um, you know, for me to go to college. And when I first came here, I remember the dollar was 57 cents of the dollar for me to play in college and, and live this dream. So they made a lot of sacrifices for me to be here. Uh, and they're pretty proud of, of everything that we've, that I've accomplished uh, in the game, uh, both as a player and, and as a coach. Um, so I think there's a level of pride. I, they were excited to hear both the, the new job and both, um, you know, doing the stuff for Australia. I don't know which one they were more excited about, but there's definitely a level of pride. What does it mean to for Australia um, to represent itself well in the WBC? Obviously, it's very, very difficult competition. You mentioned, you know, having to face Japan. Uh, obviously, they're considered one of the better um, countries in, in terms of baseball. Well, I think that look, there's, there's a lot of – Australia baseball is really trying to grow. Um, you know, as you know, we send a lot of players at, from the Rays organization to Perth. Uh, there's a there's a really uh, strong push with the Winter Ball League that they've got going there. That's expanded some to include a Korean team, to include New Zealand. Um, and you know, I Australia has shown well in a lot of junior tournaments um, and, and and kind of made their way through the international rankings. So it would mean a lot to us, you know, to show well. To, and, and to even, you know, we to move forward in the tournament, it would mean a lot. I think there's a lot of people that have done a lot for the game in Australia um, that I'm excited to meet and spend time with that I've watched from afar to try to grow the game. Uh, you know, I've been here most of the time, you know, doing my job. So it makes it hard to get home and see those things. But I did get to go home and see an ABL game, which was great. Um, and they do put an emphasis on Australian players being a part of that. So I, I think there's been a lot of work by Australia baseball, Dave Nielsen, all of these people to grow the game. And I think it would mean a lot for us to, to, to go as far as we possibly could. Out of curiosity, why did you end up choosing baseball as a youth to, to pursue to begin with? How did that happen? <laughs> it's a, I was actually 14 the first time I played a baseball game. I did not play a baseball game before I was 14 and my uncle, um, he got me into it. I really enjoyed it. And then they started, this is when they started um, these academies in Australia that were, were driven by the government at the time. Uh, baseball was an Olympic sport and it was governmentally funded because it was an Olympic sport. So it was driven by academies. I, I was fortunate enough to get picked in this academy that was led by um, a Canadian coach that had spent time here in America. He went to Cornell um, and he was really the guy that that put college and put playing at another level and, and getting a degree and matching the two up in front of us. That was nothing. We that was something we never spoke about or or even knew was a possibility. Uh, his name was Trevor Shum. He's, he's um, I credit a lot of what I'm doing today and the and the dreams I'm getting to live and the people I get to meet in this game to the way he kind of made us think about well, we can go and play baseball and we can get an education and we can do all these things and we can do them all together. Um, so it, it, it all happened pretty fast from 14 to 18. I was playing baseball all the time. And then I, I got an opportunity to go to school in Kansas. I went to junior college and then I went to division two in central Missouri. And that turned into being a gen, uh, a graduate assistant coach and then a division one uh, hitting coach, division one recruiting coach, division one associate head coach, and then into pro ball. So 
Um, that's a long story short. Well, it sounds like you've been on some journey um, and uh, a great story to come uh, with Team Australia. So congratulations and enjoy it. I appreciate that very much. For Will Bradley, the involvement is with his home country. For others, the connection has great cultural meaning. Brad Epstein, who just joined the Rays from the Reds as Major League Rehab Coordinator and Physical Therapist, is working in the WBC for the second time, but the first with Team Israel. Yeah, it's a great experience. I was able to uh, participate in the last qualifier for uh, the Czech Republic team. Had a great time down in Mexicali. Um, with a team that, that nobody knew of, and, and we almost competed to advance out of that bracket. And uh, fortunately for them, um, they recently advanced to this World Baseball Classic. Um, so excited to see their growth and development, but um, been wanting to participate with Team Israel for a number of years. Um, background is that, that I'm Jewish, and, and it would be an honor to be with the team. And so it's a, a team I'd always look forward to being able to participate with. So how did you get connected first to the Czech Republic and what are the uh, restrictions or requirements to be connected to a team like that? I know we have some guys here who are also involved with the team Italy. Yes, for, for me, it was applying through Major League Baseball. Um, I know that they have an application process and Dr. Green and, and MLB select um, who's going to participate in the, the WBCs, but being a certified athletic trainer and my background's both a athletic trainer and a physical therapist, um, being able to help cover the field and assist with the, the major league players, professional baseball players that are with each team. Team Israel, obviously you need to be Jewish, as you mentioned, um, but how, how stringent is the effort to become part of uh, that team and what does it mean to you from that regard? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure if it's a requirement, but it, it definitely, to be immersed in the culture, it's nice to, to be representing a, a country and a, a background that, that um, is familiar to me. Um, I've had a, a number of players that have played for the team in the past and was excited to be able to kind of follow their path and, and be able to participate with the team moving forwards. Had you ever been involved with anything with Team Israel or let's say in the past, you know, as a youth, Maccabee games or anything of that nature? Uh, I'd never had. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able able to as a kid. I was too immersed in uh, in baseball and sports growing up that I wasn't able to travel out there. I tried to do the Maccabee games as a kid. I don't remember what age I was, but we were trying to put together a team back in Maryland to, to travel out there and it just didn't work out. And then, um, as a, as a, uh, Jewish kid, you have the ability to do a, a birthright trip, which is the ability to travel out to, to Israel and get immersed in the culture and learn about it. And unfortunately with, um, how busy I was back home with sports at the time growing up, I never was able to take an opportunity like that. So this was something that, that interested me to be able to participate. You mentioned the Czech Republic brought you out to, to Mexicali, and obviously in, in baseball, you know, there is some travel to uh, Canada and, and uh, you know, potentially other parts of North and Central America, depending on where your, you know, affiliates are, et cetera. But have you, how far have you been away from uh, North America, and what will the travel be like for you to, to get part, to be part of that in this WBC? Yeah, for travel outside of North America for work. Um, haven't done it for baseball. Um, have been to Canada, Toronto. To I've been to Mexicali, but never anywhere else besides, well, I can say the Dominican Republic, um, covering teams down there or seeing uh, players at the complex out there. 
Um, but outside of that travel during PT school, I was able to do a clinical internship in Australia. So was able to get to the other side of the world and just see things from a different perspective, which is something that's always uh, unique and, and exciting to be able to do. You've also got a member of this organization, Simon Rosenbaum, is, is part of uh, Team Israel as well. I didn't know how much of the rest of either the staff or the players that you've been with before are connected to. Um, not many. Um, had a couple in the last WBC that I knew um, that were players uh, formerly from the, the Reds organization. So a couple of players that played there um, that also played in the, the Olympics, um, which was something that I was hoping to get a chance to be able to do at some point in my career, but um, happy to see them kind of thriving at a at a international level. Um, but that's really the, the only interaction I've had with some players on the team, which I believe there might be one player that I've had in the, the past that will be on this team. And when was the uh, when did you get the word about being part of the WBC? And what does it mean to not only you, but your family as well? I think I got the word back in November. And I mean, just, just excited. Everybody's excited just for the, the opportunity. It only comes around once every every several years. So to be able to to experience something like this is is going to be unique like i said the the olympics was the only other thing that's kind of comes close to to that once every four years of um international play so to be selected for something like that is a is an amazing experience and to your family culture culturally what relevance does it have i think they're just proud of being able to represent the the jewish community and and be a part of the team as you heard, Brad is one of two raised representatives with Team Israel, and the other is Simon Rosenbaum, the Assistant Director of Minor League Operations and Baseball Development. Simon's been a player for the team and now will be helping the coaches, similar to Jonathan Ehrlichman with the Dominican Republic. Doing stuff like helping out with the roster, making those kind of decisions with, with Ian and the rest of the staff, um, and then putting together some advanced material both on the other teams that we'll be playing and I think more importantly in a tournament like this where you're going to have guys from everywhere, making sure that we have a good understanding of our players as well. So tell me what it means to you first on a personal level. I know you've been involved with Team Israel before for an Olympic qualifier, but to be involved with the WBC. Yeah, it's it's a tremendous honor. I've been part of Team Israel since 2014, first as a player and now, now certainly not. But for me, uh, it's really about my grandfather. So he was, he was born in, in Germany uh, in the early 1930s. Fortunately, he was able to make it to Israel and, and have a place that he was able to call home, uh, where he was able to live, a place that welcomed him. And because of that and, and all that he had been through before, um, being able to represent Israel, hear Hatikva, the national anthem, play before every game, it, it always sends goose, goosebumps down my spine. So it's a really cool experience. And and uh, something I'm really grateful to be able to do. So when did you get the formal invite that you were going to be part of the staff for this particular WBC, and what was your reaction at the time? It was something that sort of we were talking on and off about really since the end of the Olympics. I think once the Olympics ended, kind of the, the whole Israeli Baseball Federation shifted to to preparing for this tournament, and at that point, you know, we – we didn't know who was going to be the manager. We didn't know who was going to be on the staff, but it was something that I think there was a mutual interest and, you know, certainly on my end being remaining involved with team Israel, even if it wouldn't be on the field. And I'm, I'm really glad I was able to work out. I think, Oh man, trying to remember, I think it was either towards the end of the, the minor league season during instructional league or kind of early on in the off season is when 
we kind of finalized who would be on the staff and, you know, how I could try and help out. You mentioned your grandfather. So what is the level of pride that the rest of your family has in you being part of this? Um, I, I, I hope a lot. Uh, I hope they're, they're proud. Um, I, my grandfather is not in a spot anymore where he probably would be aware of this. Uh, but I think it means a lot to my, my grandmother. It certainly means a lot to my dad who, who's from there. My brother, one of my brothers now is actually playing basketball professionally in Israel. So it's cool to have, have that connection too. Um, so yeah, from, for the whole family and just kind of knowing, knowing where I came from, I guess, so to speak. Um, it's, it's, it's something we're, we're really proud of. Is anyone in your family going to be able to go to the group that you're part of and, and witness the games in person? Uh, I'm not sure. My parents are thinking about it. Uh, they're not sure if they're going to be able to make it out for, for the first part of the group. I hope, I hope they can. Um, but I'm sure they'll be following on TV and they'll be, you know, cheering us on from, from wherever they are. Daniel, my brother in Israel definitely won't make it, but I'm, I'm really curious to see kind of his firsthand account of what the reaction is like in Israel at the time. It's, you know, I don't think it's a surprise to anybody listening to this. Israel has not been, not known as, as a very baseball rich country. And I think one of the things that we're trying to get out of this tournament is to raise the status of baseball in Israel, increase the interest in it, especially among, you know, youth sports and, and get more kids involved. I know there's, you know, you play for the, for the name on the front of the Jersey, but there are also some, uh, really important in implications financially for for Israel baseball where uh, this could go a long way into contributing to you know hire more coach, coaches in Israel building fields in Israel to really try and develop the game at a grassroots level does it mean as much since you've been around Ian Kinsler and some of the players I'm sure through you know some of the previous events does it mean as much to them as they get to see the value of this as it does to you obviously I think like anything else there people are in it for for different reasons i think with our group of of players and coaches i think the growing the game in israel is a big one i think that's something that uh they everybody looks forward to giving back to the game has given us all so much uh whether you're someone like me who wasn't very good at playing but i'm able to work for a professional baseball team luckily whether you're someone who played professional baseball for a really long time i think we've all really enjoyed the experiences that we've had that baseball has given us and to be able to hopefully play a small part in giving back to the game and introducing it to a group of people who to this point really haven't been exposed as much is something that is really exciting and, and certainly very unifying. And this may be a more difficult question to answer, but is there a further level of pride just because of what's gone on, let's say in the last uh, year or so in our country, in our world with anti-Semitism that wearing that jersey shares carries even that much more pride that is a tough question neil <laughs> um <laughs> for speaking for myself it certainly does um knowing knowing what my grandfather went through uh being born in, in nazi germany going to war camps in siberia through that experience it's always something that i i have always been very proud to be jewish i feel like i I owe that to, to him and to the, you know, to what he had to go through. Um, so to me, that's why wearing the Israeli colors means a lot. Um, and I think that's true for, for a lot of people. As, as you mentioned, there's still anti-Semitism in the world today. Um, 
and making, you know, sports are a unifying force. And so what we can do, how we carry ourselves on the field, off the field, the way that we play, we are trying to represent our country. And that's not just through uh, between the lines, but it's outside the lines as well. And, and hopefully we can, we can do something that makes the people of Israel proud, whether they're Jewish, whether they're not Jewish. Um, we, are, we are trying to represent everybody. Very well said. And you're one of 10 members of the Rays organization that in some capacity is going to be participating, not even including the players. So what's the level of pride there for you? And what does it mean that the Rays are giving you and others the the freedom, the ability to participate? Uh, The first part of your question is it's it's certainly fun. There's been a lot of trash talk already going back and forth, talking about you know the teams that are in our pool hoping to to play against each other if if we were fortunate enough to advance so so that definitely adds an element of of excitement the other part is the the organization ever since i've started has been amazing in how they take care of us how they treat us not just as employees but as people and i think that you know i am i really really appreciate the you know their willingness to let us all have this opportunity even if even if it's in the middle of spring training it is not a convenient time for our roles and responsibilities here, but I think it, it just goes to show what kind of organization they are, um, and it makes me be really proud to, to be a part of that as well. And of anything, is what stands out as what you're most looking forward to in the WBC or the experience? I think it's competing. I think we we are an underdog in, the, in our pool. We have a lot of powerhouses that are going to be in Miami, and it's baseball. Anything can happen. We we believe that we can real, really make a run at this and, and advance to the, to the next stage of the tournament. And so I think it's going to be really fun just kind of embracing that underdog mentality, knowing that probably nobody outside of our, com- our clubhouse is going to expect us to make a lot of noise. And that's a challenge. That's exciting. And I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of banding together, rallying around that, and uh, giving it a go. Great stuff from Simon Rosenbaum, Jonathan Ehrlichman, Wilson Diaz, Ruben Santiago, Thomas Culkin, Pat Phelan, Will Bradley, and Brad Epstein for being with us on this special podcast about the World Baseball Classic. Thank you so much for listening, and we will chat with you soon.